transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's right, that's right, that's right. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I happen to be your host, Old Heart. Yes, it's true. A.K.A. Jared. A.K.A. Don't call me anything you don't want to call me. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. Either way, like I said, this is an episode of Coffee and Contemplation, an Old Heart Radio podcast. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Old Heart in Space. And tell all your friends to look us up on iTunes or Spotify or iHeart Radio or... Wherever the fuck you want to look us up. Uh, so, you know, the coronavirus, still a thing, still going on, still still real, people. Uh, so I'm still taking fan requests. DM us on Instagram. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, actually, that's all. That applause really should be for uh, superfan Mariah. Who, sub- who asked us to do an episode on uh, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, uh, as in the movie, uh, apparently really did not like it, <laughs> which is totally fine. It is kind of, it is my least favorite of the th- the three movies, the tr- that the Peter da- Jackson uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. It is definitely... I don't know. It's 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 quite a grand movie in scale, but I feel like uh, the Two Towers is is actually you know, god damn, it's tough. It's so tough to tell. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I like the Fellowship of the Ring more, the most, mainly because I remember seeing it in 1999 with my then best friend uh, Jason, Jason Wold. And I got sick and threw up in the movie theater. Yeah, straight up. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, fond memories. Uh, I also remember being like fucking sketched the hell out by uh, the Ring Wraiths when I first saw them. Um, Either way, though, we're not talking necessarily about that. We're talking about Return of the King. Uh, Lord of the Rings The Return of the King is a 2003 epic fantasy adventure film, according to its Wikipedia page. Obviously, uh, Peter Jackson is responsible for the tril- whole trilogy, as well as the uh, the Hobbit trilogy, which shouldn't have been a thing. Um, this movie, although definitely parts... Are not the greatest, we'll say. Um, it like it won eleven Academy Awards. It's hailed as uh, yeah, a r- amazing feat of like visual special effects. Uh, it helped usher in uh, this current era of of grandi- of grand like trilogies or franchises. Like you wouldn't have the franchise movie uh, without the success of Lord of the Rings. Um, much like, you know, how comic book movies really took off with, 
you know, the success off the backs of like the success of Spider-Man, Blade, and the X-Men movie, movies. Um, like this, this series of movies proved that you can pull off uh like a fair like a fairly faithful well-received adaptation of a beloved literary property or like you know property um like this and and that's the thing about the lord of the rings movies is that is that they are they just like comic book movies would come under huge and do come under huge scrutiny from fans and from those deep fans like we're talking about those like woodland elf fans okay um and you know like rightly so like lord of the rings has been part of fantasy culture for well longer than i've been alive that's for sure and and it's I mean, like in a lot of ways, it's held up as like a, a, a holy grail of sorts. Um, you know, to, like a thing to it's, it's held up as like a, a, a piece of work that it can like you always compare other fantasy works to. You no, know, you know what I mean. And so these movies are exactly the same. Then that's kind of one of the interesting things about them. I think uh, these movies, especially like movies as grand as Return of the King, kind of get hailed as these like movies and these motion pictures to to compare yours to i can think of a handful of other ones you know like uh like titanic was a huge one for a while um and still is in a lot of ways uh people say avatar but i never got into that movie about the blue cat people it wasn't really my thing um lord of the rings etc uh this movie came out on let's see it came out in december right De uh, december 17th 2003 in the united states um unfortunately december 18th new zealand <laughs> it, it it definitely uh so it definitely made its money back the the shit shout out shout outs to uh mariah thanks for uh suggesting his topic shout outs to uh casey thanks for listening shout outs to homie avi thanks for listening shout outs to uh, mojo jojo my girlfriend mooner shout outs to all of my wood shout outs to anybody all of you hot dogs who are listening thank you so much you guys are fucking amazing uh continue to follow us continue to spread the good word all that shit like i said look up look up old heart radio and we'll probably pop up at this point hopefully You'd think so. Uh, this movie d uh, had a $94 million budget, and it definitely made that back with one with the box office coming in at about $1.142 billion. <laughs> uh, so it definitely like it definitely made its money back it had a hell of a cast uh you know a lot of the main the main uh, faces elijah wood sean astin andy circus who basically like andy circus's performance as smeagol slash golem slash golem uh pioneered the use of uh like this com the, that particular like stop our computer motion technology uh like from now on i mean like like he it was such a fucking intense i remember the first time i saw smeagol like especially in lord in return of the king like smeagol was so fucking 
cringy, just cringy. And you kind of felt bad for the character a little bit, but they're also like, how is this thing fucking surviving? <laughs> I don't know. It's eating rats, probably. Anyway, you had like uh, Andy Serkis, like I said. Uh, Ian McKellen is Gandalf. Gandalf the White, although I was probably cast as Gandalf the Grey in Fellowship of the Rings. Uh, Viggo Mortensen as Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Uh, Kate Blanchett as Galadriel. Uh, John Reese davis again, as Gimli. Uh, Orlando Bloom's back as uh, Legolas Greenleaf. Uh, you also have Bernard Hill as Theoden, King of Rohan. Um, you know, Billy Boyd as Peregrine Took. You have Dominic Monaghan, Hugo Weaving back as Elrond, Liv, Ta Liv Tyler as Arwen, uh, you know, and a litany of other people. Um, the extended edition of this movie comes in at 252 minutes. Uh, I remember being younger and pulling off the, you know, all-nighter uh, extended edition marathon. That's the, that's the three Lord of the Rings movies back to back to back which is like something like almost like nine fucking hours of Lord of the Rings it's insane uh, shout out to all my, all my Wenatchee homies shout out you know like Dusty and Caleb uh, J-Mo fucking Rex you know uh, <laughs> Nick Flannery <laughs> holy shit the Flantigony man uh, yeah yeah we we marathon this shit uh, Elliot Dix, you know what I mean? All this shit, dude. Uh, all the crew. Um, God damn, these fucking, like this movie. Yeah, but like I said, like Return of the King wasn't my favorite, though. Like, it definitely, I, I feel like at parts it was just like, it just kind of dragged on and on. But that's the thing about a property like this is that even though it feels like you're stretching it out, I imagine going into it and going into like the writing process of it and going into uh, directing it and whatnot, you had to weigh the options of like how, like how much you pay, you know, how much do you pay tribute to the source material? How do you balance the need to move a story along effectively in a completely different medium, AKA uh, film? versus like how the story is able to you know be drawn out and explained and all these details are being able to be explained in the book um and i mean and that's something that's so, so relevant that's something that uh, i know we've talked about this a little bit on matinee edition with my with my co-host uh lucas that's another old heart radio podcast uh, <laughs> uh but we've talked about it a little bit where it's you know you have properties like like lord of the rings uh, where or or comic book comic book movies uh, or comic book characters, where these properties are well established and beloved by by millions of people, hopefully millions of people, we'll say hundreds of thousands of people, <laughs> but beloved by tons of people or kilos kilos of people, whatever you want. To say. Uh, and so you have to like you figure out how to make it what they want because they want the original material exactly on screen but you can't do that otherwise like if you if you try to make a movie if you try to make a uh, if you try to turn the book the return of the king into an exact movie nobody's gonna sit down to watch that entire thing nobody and that's and so you end up with like these you know jam jammed in their parts about like 
you know, like the fucking Eagles, okay? You don't get much play on the Eagles the entirety of the, of the movies. You see the Eagles one other time before the end of the movie. And, like, they save Frodo and Sam from the fucking side of an exploding volcano while they're surrounded by lava. I don't know. I got questions about that. The fact that, like, the fact that those hobbits are able to, like, walk in the sneak admittedly sneak into mordor kill a bunch of fucking orcs and go unnoticed like that like they do oh man i gotta be honest about that but then we can't judge a fantasy fiction piece on the nitpicky things that we know don't work in reality i do it all the time but then i'm like wait this is in the context of a fictional world. This is in the context of the, 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 the world of Middle Earth, or this is in the context of the Avengers, you know, the Marvel 616 universe. It's all made up, much like this podcast. This It's all made up. This has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I hope I, I rambled on about the return of the king long enough for you to be mildly entertained. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Keeping your paws clean. Wash those fucking things. 20 seconds, you know what I mean? Uh, I hope you're all desperate enough to finally be listening to Old Heart Radio for your entertainment. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, I really do hope everybody's taken care. Uh, thanks for the topic suggestion again, Mariah. You're fucking awesome. I hope you and Casey are taking care as well. Shout out to there. Uh, so go out there, use your brains for good, because every day is a good day to ripen up the coconut. And you know what they say at the end of every one of these podcasts? We always got to do it. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs>